0: life has peaks and valleys it can take a toll on physical and mental health for some the recovery process is quick for others it can be a long and excruciating process having faced physical and mental hurdles vivek memmi has taken to music to explore healing Migraine Love is the latest project in that journey.
1: Nice to be back on the show. It, it's like, uh, you know, our yearly check-in. I think we, maybe we can <laughs> keep it going and, you know, just keep in touch with each other. And it's it's been, you know, a pleasure to to know you. And uh, yeah, a little bit about me. I'm a, a music artist, basically on a healing journey. I've gone through some immense health challenges over the last eight years and, um healing hasn't been linear it's been it's been a a bit messy um and you know it's not what you see in the movies or on media it's it's definitely uh, uh like Ryan was just on on the zoom was you know making some <laughs> roller coaster imagery imagery and with his motion with his hands but yeah that's that's basically what it's been like like ups and downs peaks and valleys basically i've i've turned to music as my therapy and as my method of really handling it uh, because you know the, the the changes and the things that have been happening with me, there's not it hasn't been an overnight fix. So I ne- I needed something that I could really turn to on a consistent basis and and really get that get those emotions and energy and healing out there. And uh, yeah, that that's a little bit about me and uh, some of the things I've been suffering <laughs> recently with a little bit more frequently have been migraines a little bit about my story I've, I've i've had tons of skin issues like that was the predominant issue was inflammation and rashiness and and that that is kind of come and gone and there'd be really intense episodes of of healing crisis with the skin and in conjunction with that there would be tons of m- migraines so like i want to say tons because i know from doing this song and doing some research there's people who suffer with migraines like almost like half, half of the, like half the days of a month. And and that, that's kind of like shed some light on, on it, but I would get migraines, um, once or twice a month or so, but they'd be really, really intense. And, and, um, you know, I couldn't eat, couldn't drink. I'll save the listeners. Some of the other <laughs> intense things that happen, uh, but I'm sure you could use your imagination and, um, would hurt when I lied down and it just kind of had to pass but in conjunction with the skin this is something that i've kind of gone through over the last 5 6 years the the skin started 8 years but the migraines really started picking up over the last 5 6 years and last year they they would just become more frequent the best way of kind of summing it up would be like a brain fog or, or just you know like a heavy head that really turns on and then and then these symptoms that i was mentioning kind of kick into gear that's kind of what what I wanted to really capture and because I didn't really have a song about the migraines or inspired by the migraines and talking to a lot of people, a lot of people get them. And I wanted to create a song that really, um, you know, spoke to those people and spoke spoke to myself as a, again, therapy to get it out there. I also, in conjunction with the relationships, I know I'm kind of going on here a bit, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) no, no worries. In conjunction with the relationships EP, I I do realize, like you know, a a good chunk of my health comes from you know the relationships that that I'm encountered and the relationships that are impacted by the migraines. And you know, sometimes when you try to overextend yourself or you're a really highly sensitive person. Those things can trigger some, you know, emotional, I guess, emotional triggers that cause you to, you know, go into these healing episodes or healing crises. So, yeah, that, that's a, a bit of a summation. I'm sure you have some, you know, questions from all that. And uh, yeah, that, thats that's just to start it off, I guess.
0: Isn't it such an allegory for the human experience, though, like those peaks and valleys that sometimes we feel we're at the top of the world? And then other times, it just feels like things are just so rough at the moment. Like, oh, why does it matter? And I think for many people, during this whole long, what is it, three-year three, three year experience that the pandemic was, how things that we thought, oh, we're all good, uh, or all good, could easily just be the straw that broke the camel's back, where people are dealing with uh, mental health crises, or being stuck inside all the time, um, how it affected physical health. And it really makes you think about, like, yeah, those moments where we do have clarity outside of the the brain fog are when we need to be making the most out of things for yourself. Creating music, using music as a therapy to get through those kind of hard times and kind of explain those. And I, I know for myself, through the whole pandemic, finding out wow, how important human interaction is for me, being able to physically be, not necessarily have to like have a conversation the whole time or do do something the whole time, but be physically in a room with someone, just have a body there, how important that was for me and something I never acknowledged before. So it is really cool to see how you've changed things and like, used music to explain your story. And hopefully it's an inspiration for others that yes, things get hard sometimes, but that's okay. We can get through it together. You never know what those trials and tribulations could help inspire inside of you. What was that process to find that creative insight? Like what was that first moment where you're like, yes, Let's go for it. Let's take these struggles and create something from it.
1: I mean, I really kind of just started as it kind of like grew over the years. And like at one point it was just like frustration, right? And it was just like a journaling. Like I have this song called, it's kind of funny. I I think uh, Migraine Love, like the the, the most recent one definitely speaks to a niche audience. I also have, you know, a song called Rubik's Cube, which I think speaks to a niche audience. And then it started with this song that I have called Gluten Freestyle, which is, of course, another niche audience. I've got these like little pockets of of tracks that are like, I guess, like cult kind of following kind of vibes. But that was that first one, Gluten Freestyle, was like it was more like a journal entry, right? Like it was like a a freestyle. If you think about like a, a stream of consciousness, right, writing in your journal, like getting out all those ideas, all those frustrations. It was kind of like that. It was like the first lines, they're trying to tell me I can't eat no more wheat. And so it's like, that. that's the first line in, in the rhyme and the rap. And it's it's like, so it's like, oh man, like what we, you know, I got to I got to just get this out and be like, uh, voice my, my frustrations because really at the end of the day, I, I, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know why I didn't, why I couldn't eat no more wheat <laughs> or like, and, and you know what I mean? So it was just a way of really kind of um, getting it out there. And the the more I did that process, the more I was like, oh, this is really uh, therapeutic. This this feels good. Like this feels like, you know, regardless if anyone was listening or not, it was even before that it was just like, yeah, let's let's do it. And and um,
0: it's like getting energy out, right? Yeah. You have this energy that kind of builds up inside of you. it's not like just like calories or electricity or whatever, but like it's this energy. And sometimes you just need to find some sort of outlet to get it up. Cause I know for myself, if I don't do anything creative for a long time and I just kind of put it off and then all of a sudden I'm like, no, I'm a nervous ball again.
1: And, and one of the things that, um, I want to speak on is, is that like when it's kind of funny, right? Because I've, 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 seen therapists i have an amazing energy medicine healer who's phenomenal um shout outs to janet Amare, uh <laughs> but like and in, in been so supportive but you know there's kind of like these like i mean those are all amazing tools but there's something about music and something about like that form of expression that is just a different form of therapy right like it, it just gets things out in a totally unique way in a totally way that you can't get through other forms of healing right and and whether that's physical or mental or emotional and and i think they it kind of touches on all of them but one of the thing i also want to say is that when i put these things out in the world and specifically i think last time we talked it was right right around like around your finger and while well, i was just starting like this relationships project and it's kind of interesting because like you said, it is a ton of energy and you're really pushing it, like exploding it out into the world. No pun, but it it really is a release. It really is like, you know, like a release, not just the release of the music, but it it releases something that's been like buried inside of you. and And it really heals it. And like, so I've seen certain aspects of my relationships heal since I put some of this stuff out. And, and then I was like, you know what, if I could heal my migraines through <laughs> putting this out, like let's, you know, let's do it. And and there, there's been some really amazing things that have happened with that in the sense that I've, I might not do it today because I do feel the migraine brewing, but maybe over the next couple of days, like I connected with someone who is a visual artist. She creates digital, or she does paintings that converts into like digital animations that are um, inspired by the things that she sees with her migraines. Cause in migraines you get these auras that you can see and she creates art around that. So we have this collaboration where she created some visuals to my song and it's just phenomenal work. It's, It's just that connectedness, like you're talking about being, you know, connecting with someone, being with someone. And I feel that when I connect with someone else who's an artist you know collaborate it's just like a next level of community and of healing so i'm really excited about it
0: i was just quickly googling as you're talking like what exactly causes headaches and there's just such a long list of potential things that can cause it like you know just maybe a chemical change in your brain like the blood vessels and things change like the mucus membrane has something like some sort of inflammation pressure in your neck like there's so many things that can uh, cause it and it is just how much it can affect uh, a person and there's just all these little things and isn't that a great explanation of like life there's so many things that in life that can kind of cause challenges or a pain or I guess a metaphorical headache in our lives as well so it's like yeah it, it can be hard sometimes to like figure out you know what is the cause of this this headache in the moment
1: oh yeah like i mean there's levels right it's kind of like going through the whole health system and there's like everyone's got a theory everyone's got you know i've, I've come across people who had them for like over 20 years and and it's just, it's just interesting to like hear everyone's stories and journeys and and one of the things with headaches is that like it's kind of like a a mental thing to like a mental, uh, health challenges as well. Right. Because you can't really see someone's headache. Like you can't tangibly see, see it, experience it. You just, you know, have to take their word from it. And, and I think that's again, where the art comes in is because I can really, you know, with visuals with the, you know, the, the cadences with the, um, things that I I put into the song, you can really get a sense of, okay, okay, this guy's going through something, you know, like,
0: um,
1: it's, 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 and and I think that that speaks volumes about the beauty of art.
0: Anyone who has like a, a chronic illness or chronic pain or something, it can be incredibly frustrating to try and articulate what that experience is like. And for yourself, you're able to express at least, some semblance of what you're going through in your music but for some it can be a challenge i saw a tiktok the other day and the guy was talking about just the pain scale right when someone comes in and you know they're constantly at like 10 which is the most excruciating pain in their life and like it fluctuates right like at one time something that's a 10 maybe in the future doesn't feel like a 10 anymore but like now there's a new 10 and it could be hard to talk with doctors right because they'll be like, ah, no, you're over-exaggerating, right, right? And I mean, that's the constant struggle within the the health sector. I think, um, what was it, specifically, at least in the United States, with um, uh, black women are notoriously under, um, what's it, prescribed or given, like, pain medications and, and stuff like that because of the bi- bi- biases within the healthcare system. So it can be hard sometimes for people who are living chronic health uh, struggles to, you know, just have the world kind of accept and believe it at times.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a weird thing, you know, like, uh, I think one of the things too is trying to find people, communities of of people who, who are going through similar things, right? Um. Maybe not exactly because we, we like like I said, everyone's got their own story, but I think you know there, there is people going through stuff and and I've been fortunate enough to really find some really amazing communities, like one, for instance, is uh Workman Arts. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, but amazing, amazing community like um based in Toronto. And I've been able to, you know, connect with so many community members. I teach a vocals and lyrics course and and basically the communities for anyone with lived um mental health addictions challenges in, in in their their lives and and you know like lived experience so whatever you know like we can be all on different ranges or different parts of that spectrum and it's a, it's a, it's really about uh healing and everyone brings amazing energy and and um yeah I've been blessed to to be a part of that and um grow with them and and you know share my story in different um programs and 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 things of that nature and it's just encouraging because it's 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 for artists right workman arts it's for artists so sometimes when you're really highly sensitive or something you know it's hard to find people who can relate and um i think given what we've all gone through we all need to 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 have that connection
0: yeah no no matter how niche your kind of struggle is within the venn diagram of human experience and existence there are going to be people that might not have the exact same experiences as you've mentioned but some of those experience may bleed over into yours and yours into theirs so you can find a community you don't have to go through things alone there are supports the um There are things in place and it can be a struggle sometimes to find them. And that's why it's important to have conversations like this in terms of mental health. We've come a long, long way from how people used to perceive mental health, having conversations with uh, older peoples and asking them about mental health and what their thoughts are on like mental illness and like the struggles and things like that. And there's still that sort of disconnect at times like oh it's just just in your head it's like oh because these things have words to them now like it's all made up like i'm pretty tuned in being aware of right-wing politics to understand what sort of conversations they're having what are they're saying and how to dissect and challenge them and one of the big ones right now in the manosphere is where they're saying no, no no just work out just work out it's fine mental health isn't a real thing if you believe it's real then it's real and it's like no, and they're like, ah, oh, all these over pres- prescriptions and blah, antidepressants, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 we're not saying that exercise isn't a- a- an answer, right? Like for someone, exercise can help get them out of a depressive episode. Uh, but for people with chronic depression or things like that, medicines and, and therapies, and in conjunction to You know, maybe socializing and exercising could be the things that you need. It's not like one tool works for everyone. It's not like this binary system for human experience. It flows. Everyone's different. And that's how therapy and psychology is almost like an art form, right? Where you have to figure out, okay, how does this thing work? Like, if you need antidepressants or some sort of medications, okay, is this dosage working? Okay, no. Let's try out something different.
1: There's no real right answer for, you know, like an umbrella approach or, you know, one thing that's going to fix everyone. But but I think it's really kind of building each individual person's own intuitive abilities. I think that is what really is at the root of a lot of it, right, Is is that connection to self, that connection to this knowingness and trust in, in yourself to, to, you know, find out the things that you need to, to get through what you're getting through. Right. And there's no, never in, in, in the community and in, in, in my own stuff, I, I, you know, I'd used to beat myself up when I was like, oh, like this is going on for so like, this has been going on for eight years. Like, when am I going to be able to do the things that that person or so-and-so is doing? And you know what I mean? And it's like, kind of changing your perspective and changing your, you know, your relationship with yourself is I think the the best answer in terms of being able to um, get that guidance, get that support that you need because once you have that connection to yourself, then, you know, you, you, you can really um, discern better. And you can really tune out things that might not be for you. And, and, and don't judge yourself if it doesn't look the way you thought it might look, right? And like sometimes, if you know you're, you know that uh, a mental health therapy could be just putting on like a comedy movie. I'm not saying like you know that's the thing to do, but like maybe it could be as little as that.
0: Yeah, it could be for someone, you
1: know, right? So it's it's like you know little things, and and I think the more we are taught to have that connection, and the and the more we are able to just. Realize that there's a you know a wealth of information, and it's just about what resonates with you, you know, and and that's kind of uh, something that I've learned, and I, I really want to to communicate that. And um, it's kind of interesting, it kind of ties in like uh, you know the, co- the way the conversation's been going. Like I'm definitely gonna take some of of what we said and and utilize that. I'm I'm speaking at a mental health conference, uh, mental health fair uh, that's put on by UFT the psychology department called MindFest. I'm going to be talking about that. It's on May 5th. I'm going to be talking about that and like healing through music. So basically what we've been talking about, but I think it's going to be, you know, it, it's what we're talking about here is just stimulating me and ma- making me realize that, okay, I, I I need to say some of this stuff at the, at the conve- convention because it's like, yeah, people people need to know that it's not a um, uh, one size fits all kind of thing.
0: And I mean, it can be hard understand, like having, what's the word, Um, emotional, I guess emotional, mental understanding of oneself is such a struggle. It's been something that in society, we're not encouraged to do, or like maybe only very recently, these sorts of things. I can't, there's a very specific term that I can't remember uh, right now. Emotional intelligence? Yeah, emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence. Something that hasn't really been been encouraged for a long time, just kind of like, do your thing, just go to work, blah, 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 just cogs in the wheel. But what is it? Um, Aslov's uh, hierarchy of needs sort of thing, where you start from the bottom where it's just like shelter, food, and stuff like that. But now, as a species, we've gone so far that... Now we're starting to look at these high end kind of cognitive needs that animals uh within like nature like a fox or a bird don't really have to worry about like of course like animals can have depression and things but you know having these kind of like other things like sense of purpose sense of self worth right. goals in life those are things that like animals <laughs> don't really deal with And our things, just thinking about life of our ancestors, like, tens of thousands of years ago, just as hunters and gatherers. There's a lot of things that, like, in terms of the songs where you're talking about relationships and, like, um, you know, maybe it wasn't talking about, like, maybe your emotional needs back in the day that you weren't talking about, like, you know, when you're just going out to hunt a mammoth, you're not being like, oh, am I meeting the physical and emotional needs of my partner? Right. No, no, you're in a survival mode at that time. But life has changed. And so the things that we need to kind of look at and care for have changed as well.
1: I think things are going to keep changing. Right. And and that's the, you know, kind of trajectory and, and trend I, uh, I've been seeing, like. Uh, with people and and just even like the generations and just like, you know, I try not to like get too absorbed in in media or social content, but you see the trend. it's yes,
0: probably, it's probably a good thing when we're seeing the studies in terms of uh, generations who've grown up entirely on social media, it is not good for your mental health.
1: No, no. But at the, on the flip side, though, there, there are creators who are kind of starting to, especially like the younger generations, they're they're not gonna have like the same kind of work life approach as as in us or maybe our parents or you know older generation some of
0: them have really um understand the value Mm -hmm. that they have in themselves
1: and and i think that's that's interesting like there's kind of like this like under the radar movement happening which is kind of cool um to see i mean don't get me wrong you could get lost in tons of social content that isn't that but uh you know it's it's nice to see some younger generations really kind of embracing that and and not being afraid to talk about these things that we've been talking about today right
0: Yeah I've had some conversations with like volunteer organizations nice. things like that when talking about youth and yes Gen Z is really clicked in to important issues about activism going out they care about mental health they care about gender identity gender expression and and sexualities it's one of those things that like if someone trans not uh like non-binary um uh, someone's gay is like somewhere within the queer spectrum it's all cool it's all good it's all part of the human experience and uh, they accept that it's and it's so beautiful to see that accepting nature that we're seeing from the younger generation that care about activism, that care about the environment. And that's what we need. We're going to need these inspired and excited minds to kind of make a difference. Because throughout history, history, like here in Manitoba, what was it, the night early? The, ooh, I can't remember when the, the Manitoba General struck. Strike was. Hmm. But, anyways, like, we're seeing a trend in society where things are kind of rough right now. But seeing how motivated Gen Z is, you know, maybe we're going to see that united movement to make things better for everyone. And that is a positive thing because I know for myself, I can all too easily fall into that doomer black pill mentality like uh corporations are killing the planet our governments don't seem to care blah 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 but you know what there is a light or I guess a bloom a flower that has uh, grown within the trash pile and we need to make sure we protect that flower
1: absolutely well said for sure
0: for migraine love. uh, What was your process in creating it? Because you have such an interesting approach to sound and composition. And I just love it. Oh, thank you
1: so much. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of feeling vulnerable about it. Like, um, you know, like I said, it's very niche. And it's, it's, it's very experimental, right? It's it's not like, um, structured like a regular song. Um, But With that being said, you know, it is based on migraines and like, there's nothing really, I guess, rational about a migraine or there's nothing that is very structured about a migraine either. Right. It's just kind of like, uh, you're talking about survival. It's just like, how can I survive this day? (laughs) And, and it's really, that's, that's what it was. And, and, um, I just, you know, someone was interesting, like, um, someone intuitively told me like the way you create is like almost like how like a painter paints, like just, you know, free flows, like throws things at the canvas. And it's kind of, it was kind of true, you know, like really in this sense, I I was just experimenting with sounds like, Oh, I like this. I like this. And then I was like, Oh, I think it should go here. And it was just almost like a free flow. And one of the things that, that I've been doing in the promo of it, um, which if you, you know, go to my socials or, um, anything like that, you could see that I broke the song down into four parts and I didn't realize till after um that there's actually four phases of a migraine so which is really interesting. so I kind of
0: art blending with reality again.
1: <laughs> yeah I was and and it was good it was good for the content because I was like, oh, okay, I realized there's four pieces of uh p- four phases of a migraine, there's four phases of, migraine love let's release like the little clips of the video in fours and it it just felt like really impactful and 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 really great and um I'm so thankful that you know it it resonated with you because for me it just feels like I don't know like you were saying it's I felt I want to say like isolated but I, I felt like maybe it'd be hard for um you know the average person to really pick up on the nuances and and the the thing i personally believe the more you listen to it the more it's got like this kind of like you know what i mean um overall you you get a better sense of what's going on if you hear it for the first time like there's going to be people like i don't like that that's cool i don't like it but you know the people who are like willing to give it a chance and listen again i think there'll be some like gems in there for you so to speak
0: so Vivek, An amazing time talking with you again Uh, where can people go to find out more about yourself as well as listen to migraine love
1: awesome yeah it's uh, vivekmemi.com so v-i-v-e-k-m-e-h-m-i.com and you can find all the social links at vivekmemi on all platforms YouTube Twitter Instagram Facebook and yeah that's basically where
0: have any stories you'd like us to share or communities we should highlight? Leave a comment on our social media or reach out to us on our website. I'm Ryan Funk. This was Utah, Talk, and have yourself a good one.